0: Today we're going to talk about the wing tee and how uh, that can be something that you can incorporate into your offense, or maybe it's something you can run as a system. And how it's a, a time-tested series of plays. And we'll go through my thoughts on the wing tee and why you should use part of it, or why you could go ahead and buy the whole buy the whole kitchen sink and use it. And after a short word from our sponsor, you'll get my thoughts on that. Okay, so today we're going to talk about the wing tee and why maybe you should use part of it, maybe you should use the whole system, and why I think it's a it's a valid system of football, why the plays in it are really, really good. They're simple, and they're rule-based, and they're something that has stood the test of time so that uh, we can use it today in the 20, 21st century, even though it was developed in the 1950s. So. nineteen fifties. Let's begin on why the wing T. Uh, first of all, it's a proven system. <clears throat> Dave Nelson developed it at Maine in 1950, and then the University of Delaware is who perfected it. And that's that's the language they they use in their book, "The Delaware Wing T and Order of Football" uh, by Tubby Raymond and Ted Kimsky. It's a great book. I would recommend anybody who's looking into the wing T to buy uh, this book. And if you go on YouTube, there's a bunch of videos of Tubby Raymond talking about the wing tee and how he coached it, why they do it, and how they adjust it to their personnel. Uh, Because it's not a rigid system; it's something that you can use, uh, you know, every year. Obviously, if you buy into it, right, as a wing tee coach, and then morph the schemes and the the formations to fit your personnel. Uh, because that changes, especially the high school level. It changes uh, on a year-to-year basis. And I I grew up running the wing tee as a player, and really an easy offense to learn. It's just it's very rule-based, and that's one of the strengths of it. Is that it doesn't matter what front you get uh, as a as a lineman, as a wing, as a tight end, fullback. You just know your rule, and that's what you block. And it doesn't matter what front you have, you just Here's your rule, and you block it based on on what play you are running. And then in the passing game, it's a progression read, so you're going to read here to here. And then as a coach, you have answers to different cover structures that you get, and we'll get into more of that as we go. So the University of Delaware in the the 50s kind of perfected this offense, and they were very open uh, to talking to different high school coaches about the wing tee about the style they run, about uh, how they could implement it at their high school. Uh, Coach Jeff Heron, who I've had on the podcast, uh, that's where he learned the wing tee. He learned it at the University of Delaware. They would invite people up to do camps, do clinics, and uh, you know, I think it's a it's a system of of football. Or as the as the book is titled, "In Order." Of football, so if you're looking for something that is time tested, something that has been around for a while, that there's even parts of the wing T in modern offenses. I think about uh, the Buck Sweep that you know Auburn made famous a couple of years ago uh, out of the shotgun. That's a wing T concept, and Gus Malzahn ran the wing T before he became a, a spread coach. So I think there's some there's definitely some similarities there. Now, if you go on Twitter. You want to start a Twitter fight, start talking about the wing T and people will either line up with it and say, that's, that's awesome. That's great. Or the people will, will go against it. And I don't think that's something we have to do. I think that the wing T can be implemented or parts of the wing T, excuse me, can be implemented into any offense uh, because it's a, it's an easy thing to put in. It's something that you could do pretty quickly uh, get a, get some reps at it, and then your guys will know what to do. And you know the run game is is a staple uh, for some for some college teams. I mean, I think about you know we've talked about Auburn's buck sweep, Clint, uh, Oklahoma's counter, right? Their GT counter—that's a wing T concept. So uh, it's it really has has. has has made its way into modern football, even though people would say, "Oh, people don't." People would say accurately that the wing T's not run as a full system in college, but people do run do run parts of it, and they also run the play actions off it. The waggle concept is basically Y cross, right uh, from from the air raid. So we'll go through some points right about the wing T, about specifically why do I like it, and then uh, we'll wrap this up with some with some final thoughts. So the first thing I really like about it is that it's rule based uh that when you look at the the book, the Delaware Wing T in order of football, you can see their rules for different plays and every player has a rule. So it doesn't matter what front they come out in, they're going to block it this way and obviously the passing routes you're going to run this route and it's something that you can implement as a program and teach it to your guys from, you know, the the midget league midget league level up. And once they get to you at high school, then they will know their rules and how they block things, what routes they run, uh, what's the path, of the ball carrier, all those types of things. Now, I'm not a huge fan of the three number system of the wing t of the original wing t numbering system, how you call plays and formations, but you know, that's something you could use, or you could, you know, use a little more, I guess, modern way to call play. Some people use one word. Some people, you know, number the back number, whole number, then the play, you know, is after it. So like uh, thirty trap or something of of that nature. So maybe the three number thing is not something people use as much these days, but it's something you could use because it's very systematic. Um, so it's rule based, right, and then. The next thing is as it has answers to every front and coverage. I remember sitting down talking with, with Coach Heron a couple of years ago. Coach Jeff Heron, he won a bunch of state championships in Camden County. He was on the podcast. He's now a coach at Tennessee Tech. And he was explaining to me how he calls plays in the wing T. And you basically can start wherever you want, but you're looking at, hey, what are my outside plays? What are my off-tackle plays? What are my inside plays? What's the play action we like based on cover structure? Uh, what's the drop back game we like based on cover structure? And it really cuts down on the amount of time you have to prep because you're not trying to create, you know, new wrinkles every week. You can just pick from the menu of options you have in the wing tee. And to me, as a high school coach uh, who has a has a family, has two young kids, that is very appealing to me because. I can just pick from my menu of options for the week, and we're going to run these plays. We're going to rep these plays. If they come out in something different, our offense can attack any coverage, any front, and we can have success. And then we can call plays based on what the defense is doing during the game. So they're taking away this, we do that. And I think as an offensive play caller, that is something that is – I mean that that's gold. I mean that that's what that's how you want to call plays. If they're taking away this, then we know this is open and it's struck the wing tee. is structured to do that. So if they're taking away buck sweep. You want to run trap. Taking away trap. Want to run waggle, right? And you just go through your series and then you you find what's working and you attack the defense based on what they are presenting to you, which is awesome. And I and I, t- I say this as a guy. Who used to be in the RPOs, and I think RPOs at the college level are great. I think some high schools can do it, but I think at the high school level, at my level, if somebody locks me up and man covers my RPO game's gone. Then usually the run game in the RPO world's very limited. So, and it's also dependent upon having a really good quarterback. So, some years as a high school coach, you don't have that. So you try to have a system that you can run that will work no matter what personnel you have. Now, if you have great personnel, the wing tees dynamite. You'll score a bunch of points. If you, maybe your personnel is average or a little, you know, or maybe you have a little less talent in the people you're playing, you're playing, then, hey, I still have a shot because there's this built-in misdirection. I can call plays based on if they take away this, we're doing that. And you can teach it Pretty quickly as a whole system, um, which leads you to my next point. You can run it with all types of personnel. You can run it with a Division I quarterback. I know Coach Heron. One year we were talking. He had a guy commit to Georgia playing quarterback. He still ran the wing T, and they scored a bunch of points. Had a really good team. <clears throat> so you can run it with that type of personnel. You can have You can have you know a bunch of linemen and fullbacks and uh, tight ends. You can just modify it to run it with that personnel what if you have fast little quick kids well maybe you're running more stuff to the edge you're running like rocket toss jet sweep buck sweeps your main stuff and then maybe you come back with some counters off that but it all fits into the system so you're not trying to reinvent your offense every year so your kids have a sense of normalcy right they know what to expect because the system is not changing now can you tweak it yes right you should tweak it year to year but you have to change the entire system which then leads me to that next point that it's series based so you know in the wing t20 series you have buck sweep trap waggle and those plays all look the same to start but they attack different areas of a defense they take advantage of what a defense is giving you and i think those are the best offenses right the ones that can attack what the defense is giving you and you don't need a bunch of different answers a couple of years ago i went out to lunch uh well the staff i was on went out to lunch with gus miles on from auburn and we were talking about offensive philosophy and that this was after they had just gone to play in the national championship game and he said you know you don't need a bunch of different answers for, for what a defense is doing to you you need one or two answers to take advantage of of what a defense is showing you and you exploit it because once you exploit it, they'll change their front structure. They'll change their coverage. Then you run a different play. You don't need 10 different plays to attack cover zero, right? Or cover one or an over front or under front. You just need a ha- a couple. He didn't even say handful. He said a couple, like one or two. So then they change that look. So you run a different play, um, which I, that has stuck with me and that was 2014, right? That's six years ago, give or take a little bit. So that's something that stuck with me, and that's a, another reason why I like the wing tee and its in its philosophy. Uh, the last two things I think go hand in hand. You can hide players because of misdirection. So on a high school football team, right, we're not going to have – usually we don't have our – star- our starting lineup is not uh, – a bunch of five stars right we are we're playing with a right guard that's maybe 511 170 right or you're playing with a <clears throat> a back or a receiver that runs like near five flat 40 so you need a system in which you can hide players and then you can do that because of the misdirection of the wing T the plays and the formations well, let me back that up. The formations are, are pretty simple, right? You have your tight tight wing, right, receiver left, wing left, you know, 100, 900, red, blue, <clears throat> you have all those different typical wing T formations. But then the plays, when they start, generally look the same, right? So if you're motioning to the tight end or away from the tight end, the plays start the same. But Then you have a list of plays you can run off that motion. Right in that formation. So, the, you don't have many tip offs. So, the defense has to prepare for all these different plays out of these limited formations and motions, right? But they don't know what play is coming, which to me, that's the best type of offense to run. I don't want to be, I don't ever want to run an offense that is predictable based on formation. Because when I used to be a defensive coordinator, those are the easiest offense to prepare for. If they were in this formation, they're running these plays. That's easy. But if you only have a handful of formations you run, but you can run your whole offense out of those formations, right, with a couple of different simple motions, then that's hard to prepare for as a defensive coach. So that's something that we really like about the wing T, is that we only have to carry a handful of formations, but we can run a whole menu of simple plays out of them and we can attack every area as a defense that we need To attack. So that's my little spiel on the wing tee and why I think the wing tee is an effective offense is something that, you know, maybe you should run it as a whole system, or maybe you should just run parts of it. Uh, that's obviously up to you as a coach, but I know that I really enjoyed playing in the wing tee and the longer I've coached, the more I come back to the wing tee is a relevant functional system especially at the high school level, especially where I'm at, double-A football in the state of West Virginia. It is something that is a really easy system for your kids to learn. And then you can try to help your team be as successful as it can possibly be with the wing T because of all the things I, I've just listed off in the podcast. So thank you all for listening. And I really appreciate uh, y'all tuning in, listening to my... <laughs> my ideas. And, uh, I just hope you got a lot out of this. And I, if you want to respond back to me, uh, please send me an email at mind of a I will love to share wing T ideas with different guys, maybe out there uh, across the United States about the wing T. So hit me up and uh, appreciate you turning in, tuning in.